Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Rage! Hi, Z. Hi, <laughs> well, 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 you go away, mm-hmm. I go away, but mm-hmm. more importantly, we went away from you. Yeah, we did. We're so sorry. We're so sorry, and we're about to do it again because I'm going to India for three weeks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. I wonder if we can do Skypesies because I enjoyed that when we were in, uh, when I was in New York. I like it. Well, I like that we can do shows internationally, but I can't do one from the Gulf. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you were very good, though. Rather than us sort of going through the whole, you know, dance. You've mm. just gone, oh, you're right. Maybe yeah. next week. Yeah, because I just noticed that the texting got a little less. I noticed oh. that the, you know, the texting got replaced by Instagramming and Facebook posts <laughs> of slow-mo videos at the car races, and I just thought, Paulie's preoccupied. He's gone. <laughs> His little brain is completely gone. How was it? Awesome. Oh, I mean, what it did was, you do? So we got to, well, apart from twisting my ankle. <laughs> so how did you twist your ankle? Well, just literally walking along, walking along a footpath and then and I just did the little spazzy roll oh yeah but I've gone spazzy roll into a hole and then you know all 110 kilos has twisted has whacked into the garden and I've hit my head on the on the the retainer wall so I've just done the whole and with a little bit of a shock I'm screaming you know and it's all puffy and you can't so you put your foot down But we are, what I found amazing was somebody walked over me. What? Somebody walked over me. Like my mates were running to, to, to pick me up, but somebody else has just gone, oh, well, there's two people helping here. F- it. Did your friends laugh a bit? One of them was a bit, oh, God, what's all this about? Like a little bit sort of, oh. Oh, like you turned it on. Yeah, and oh, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not known for my theatrical <laughs> fakeness when it comes to this sort of stuff. The problem is that a fall like that, we all know when you're in it and you watch mm. it, it's funny. Yeah, It's <laughs> really funny to well, watch. Well, this does also speak to, again, my fellow man who was sitting opposite mm. uh, in sort of a little outdoor cafe area and they're just watching. Going, yeah. oh, fat man fell over. But, you know, at least you didn't do that sort of, you know, get up and dust yourself off like nothing's happened. That's the worst. When you're sitting down watching someone, like, all right, mate, you you go on with your life pretending like we didn't see but that. But the whole thing was I couldn't pretend, you see, because mm. obviously it, it, it hurt a little mm, bit. Mm. And eventually it started to get super painful the next day later. That's when I posted that sort of purple foot yeah. Instagram thing. So I went and bought a cane. <sighs> So I'm walking around the Gold Coast with Kane, sort of everywhere, just, oh, oh. what happened to you? Oh, mate, it's a tough Nam. story. I can't tell you. Nam. Nam. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. But I am going to out myself here about one thing that happened on the goalie, and I don't know, this might cost me my job. Oh, yes, strippers. But, but I'm going to tell you, yeah. <laughs> how did you guess, Rach? <laughs> now, okay, very rarely ever in the history of ever does anyone go, you're the guy from the telly. Oh, you got it in the strip joint. Even better, as they were coming out of the strippers, and I'm going into the strippers, a guy oh. goes, And I said the same thing as you, mate, looking at (laughs) (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. You will have noticed from Instagram and Facebook, Paulie, that I have spent a weekend in the wild, wild west of Sydney. I know. What about you? What about you? Five star in Blacktown. Living at large in Blacktown. I had the full western suburbs experience. Well... 
Well, not quite, but, you know, a version of it. Yes. Went out there uh, and stayed at the Atura, which is a new QT that's out there. They're, They're good hotels. Really good hotels. And, and like, seriously, if you're thinking about spoiling your missus or um, you know, taking your fella somewhere, mm. those QT hotels, they're not, clearly not a sponsor of ours, but yeah. um, they're, they're good. Really good. You'll feel all flashy and awesome and modern and not that much money. And the ones that they have out in Blacktown, it's on the site of the drive-in because yeah. they bought the drive-in and so they built the movie on the drive-in. So they have a Cadillac there that you can go in. So we took the Cadillac to the drive-in theatre awesome. and watched a film. Watched John Wick. Oh, what's that? That oh, Keanu. Keanu Reeves. You know, can I just say it here and now? Keanu Reeves needs to stop making films. He's got to give it up? He's got to get okay. let it go. How many minutes in before you just went, the only way to say this is to start getting a little, you know, something-something. Well, see, we've got top-down in the Cadillac. So what are we going to do? Well, I'm just going to go south of the border while everybody next to us is going, what's going on there? The roof's <laughs> off. We can see you. Jeez, what's happened there? She's, she's, she's dropped <laughs> she's... all of those Maltesers. <laughs> she's sprained her ankle and fallen over. <laughs> so anyway, driving was Friday night with the shitty uh, John Wick film. Then we went to Wet n' Wild yeah. on Saturday. Now, you, we have spoken a number of times about Wet n' Wild. I love water slides. I was in my element. Those adrenaline rides, for anybody who hasn't been to Wet n' Wild, go to the adrenaline ride second because if you go to the first... The normal rides are just going to seem piss wet. But this is the thing. So, so you did that 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 straight drop one. Yeah, three sixty drop. Yeah. yeah, you would have loved. Oh, that. I loved it. It was over too quickly though. Yeah. It was over in like a second. Uh, but there were some amazing ones in the half pipe. Did you do that? Yeah, one? the giant that, toilet. Oh, so good. The ones where you end up going backwards. Oh yeah, yeah. There were, there were the big ones that you sort of. Dro- it was amazing. It was awesome. But me and Plus One were out there because Plus One was writing a story on it. So we were lucky enough to get the fast passes. Now these are the things that you get if you have a season pass and it lets you go up the quick queue so that you don't have to wait i tell you what they should be called fast pass to resentment oh oh the height the height is astronomical like yeah. nothing i've ever experienced before to the point where i said to a plus one i genuinely don't think i could be here all day just because i'm already feeling uncomfortable so we would do a certain number of rides because you use the same staircase <laughs> to go up so we would go up Especially the 360, you go up, it takes two seconds to go down, then you run straight back up again. And when we got to the b- top of the line for the 360, all you hear is, what are those f- doing back up here? Because <laughs> these poor bastards have waited in a line for 45 minutes to get one go. I did, I, I, when I did the, say, the fast pass thing, exact same thing, but uh, I was with a mate who brought their kid and literally, um, eventually we had to, and I'm not proud of this, start saying, hey, hey guys, guys, we're with Make-A-Wish, this kid. <gasps> So we turned it back on people. <laughs> Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, some breaking news. Breaking news. English newspaper. Yeah. This is the headline. Okay. All right. It's from the Sunday Sport All right. newspaper. There's a picture of a very ugly woman in her 50s. Mm. Headline. Banned from Chinese buffet for shitting in the seaweed. <laughs> Grand, 52, had drunk two bottles of vodka. That's the woman. That's a woman? (laughs) Onlookers gasped and some vomited. (laughs) When the drunken 52-year-old climbed onto a chair, pulled down her tights, and I I quote directly from the Sunday Sport, splattered her mess onto the savoury treat. Oh. I don't know. If, um, I don't know what my, whether my bigger question is: Why did she shit in the seaweed, or why is this in the sports section? Correct. Good point. <laughs> why? You know the worst thing I've ever seen, and I might actually have to beat this. Is at the school carnival one year, one of the girls changed 
on the seats at the school carnival. <laughs> Funnily enough, my dad used to drive buses. He said exactly the same thing about a girl's school. No. Seriously. Because in this situation, she just got up and left it behind on the seat. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. How terrifying are skeleton keys? Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought this was a whole Halloween thing. No. The idea of the key that can open anything. Yes. Plus one had to have some work done at his apartment the other day and uh, he was saying to the, you know, the plumber or whatever, you know, I'll just buzz me and I'll let you see. He said, oh, no, no, I've got, I've got a, a key gets me into any building in the city. What? Like, what? This terrifies me. What am I bothering locking my door no, no, for? No, no, no. no. See, see, but there is one thing that the skeleton key can't get past. So next mm. time you have a little bit of sexy time, mm. next time... You just want to walk around naked, or as Rach often does during the podcast, yoga for no reason. Please put your duds back on. Just a little chain. Nothing can beat the little chain. All oh, right. You know what, what I mean? What about bolt cutters? Um... <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. We are recording this podcast Monday afternoon. Uh, tomorrow is the cliche that stops the nation. Could you give a shit? Could not give a shit. Absolutely no interest whatsoever. I know. It, it just, completely it, passes me by. It's like, you know, the, my thing is, I know there's some good people in the, in, the, in the horse racing industry, some nice mates, plenty of people love the betting, but how does this become a five-day festival? Oh, like no. just carrying on and drunk and on Instagram and mm. all these people going, look at my crap. Oh. But also, I was away on the weekend and just happened to catch sight of a television and naturally because I'm so not aware of the Melbourne Cup, I saw on screen this massive Derby event Day. Derby yeah. Day, right? A massive event on the telly and I <laughs> turned to Plus One and said, oh, is it Melbourne Cup Day today? <laughs> because I thought, oh, this must be it. Yeah, I was like, hang on a second this it's Saturday yeah. before Melbourne Cup. I mean, this just goes on and on and on. But what I love here is that, you know I think there's very few things in Australia where genuinely people look down on you if you're not part of some cool kids club mm. except for one thing that does happen every year which is did you get an invite to uh, insert the emirates tent or yeah. whatever it is yeah and going now look i've never been invited to any of these never things. i have no plan on ever being no. invited to them and anything that i've got even close to something like this it's just a wall of small talk yeah with weird people and you know oh, the, the bloke from the bachelor absolutely he goes everywhere and not bachelor number two bachelor number one he's at every event oh, the first oh tim robards you, you name it, he's at it. But what, what does he do now? What's what's the robards? I don't know. Well, the, see, the thing here, the great thing about the old Bachelor experience is that you clock up an, a significant number of Instagram followers and then all of a sudden, uh, then that's chump change. You know, then companies want, because they want people to have their photos, you know, tweeted out to 125,000 Instagram followers or whatever. So that's the way that he, you know, now he makes his money and does his things. But the whole experience of Melbourne Cup, I always find like it's a bit of false advertising on the television because it looks so glamorous oh, and please. refined and spectacular and I'm sure it is in the Verve Clicquot tent. Like I'm absolutely <laughs> sure that, you know, when the Verve is flowing and all of the A-list celebs are around and everybody's dressed up the nines, it's, it's an amazing experience. Anytime I've been to 
the races. It's been hot dogs and wine in plastic cups and people just messy with their shoes in their hand. That's it. I got asked if I wanted to go to the Sydney Polo Tournament. Apparently this is some big thing. I actually am friends with one of the polo players that I believe is in this and he was telling me because I said to him, I mean, I'm aware of the polo experience. I've watched Pretty Woman. I know how high end this is. You know, you're the stomping of the divots and all of that. I know this stuff. And I said, wow, you know, this is really cool that they're doing this. And I thought, this is awesome that they're bringing out something this high end. He was like, oh, no, it's it's literally just an exhibition match. And this is a guy that's going to be out there playing, and he seemed to think that it wasn't that big a deal. But this is the thing. There's obviously a subtle pressure on ladies that whenever there's a function, you've got to go and buy a new dress. You guys get to wear the same damn suit, Do funerals, I... weddings, Correct. you name it, same shit. Nobody knows it's different. We've got to buy a new outfit every time. Who can afford to go to these things? Wear the one that you wear on telly. That's only top half, though. There's no bottom half. I just wear a pair of jeans. Do you? Yes. But you can see you behind the desk. Ooh, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. You know what I find very weird? Mm Mm-hmm. Women who have paintings of themselves at home on the wall. I'm with you. I think think that... Often about the people who get the portraits done of themselves, the family photos, but certainly the idea of getting, you know, Cezanne to pop in and just go. So weird. Really? She was in the paper the other day and sort of had some photos of her house and had a Mm. painting of herself in the background. (laughs) I just find that so incredibly narcissistic. I am completely with you. I just think, and I couldn't imagine when people came into my house you know, sort of, I would feel like I would have to address it every time someone walked in. I get nervous that there, I always have this debate with Shani, I get nervous that there's too many photos of us in our house. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, you know, I always think, well, the reason you've got those is because they're great for your couple. You yeah. Know, like you as a couple love saying, oh, that's when we were here and da 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 yeah. If somebody comes in, do they go, geez, they're onto themselves a bit here. Yeah, I find that so, you know, I feel like you couldn't not address it. The other thing that I will say about her, and this may make it obvious about who I'm talking about, is that she has a regular segment in uh, one of the papers and she has a little chat to people and does like an interview. Now, (laughs) you know one of my great bugbears is... People asking boring inter- interview questions. Yeah, correct. Like, I just think it's, it's not... It's up there with blokes who, you know, go somewhere that you, when you've told them not to. <laughs> I just think it's not very hard to research and ask something that's a bit different. Yes. She was having a chat the other day with someone, and I, I took a photo of the questions because it was just so underwhelming. How's this for an opener? I mean, this is really going to get you in. Okay. Okay, I want you to do it in the voice of somebody who would have... A portrait of themselves in the house. So you make it as posh, American, whatever you want. But I want to hear some. I want to hear some vacuous rage. Okay. Well, you imagine that you've just released a new album. Okay. And okay. You- hey, baby. Or am I? Am I a rapper? <laughs> um, no, you're not a rapper, but you can be whatever you'd like well, to. Let's be. play celebrity head. Am I a dancer? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're not a dancer. Damn it. Uh, you, uh, you've just released an album. Okay. You've released a couple before. You've, you've done this well-worn path of celebrity interviews okay. a million times before. Okay, I'm going to do it in the, in the voice of Andre Rieu. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Andre. Yeah. You have a new album coming out. I call it Andre's Festival de Musaka. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's me with music. (laughs) See, this is the thing. What is tell me about it? That's not a question. That's like, so you've been... That's how are you feeling? Exactly. Or how does it feel realm of questions? Exactly. There is no... You need parameters. You need to put some walls around this so that... I mean, the person could, you know, tell me about it. I know it sells for twenty nine ninety five. Like, what do you want to know yeah. about? It is a shiny disc that you put inside <laughs> exactly. a machine with a laser. <laughs> By the way, I have no idea what this voice is now. <laughs> I know, I don't know either. But I think I really it wasn't even it. Andre to begin with, but now I sell fruit. Okay, here we go. You've been studying acting for the last two years. What was that like? It was awesome. <laughs> Again, but no parameters. No, you know what I'm thinking here. What? I'm thinking that I, I'm tipping that the person you're talking about does an interview over a meal. So what they've done is <laughs> it's just been put down, and they've gone. So you're interacting. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. it, it? Continues. What's the biggest thing you learnt while studying? <laughs> No means no. <laughs> like, what are these? And then the final question. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> uh, is Andre Rio answering that? Because that could be the real legal problem of this segment. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, as you know, uh, I don't mind a bit of the old Instagram, eh? You're loving yourself sick on the old Instagrams. Is it creepy if I take a screenshot of a hot chick that I'm following... So I can then show my mates that photo later without actually going through her profile. No. I often find that the old screenshot now is my version of the pad and paper. Correct. You know, this is how I remember things. This is how I keep stock of things. I think it's probably weirder if, like, Shani goes through your phone is like, why is there a photo of a young girl? Funny you say that. <laughs> uh, funny you say that. Now, after spending a week away with the boys, the tone of the things of which you screen cap sort of changes. Oh, yeah. All right. Here's what we've currently got. Uh, there's our mate Leash, who uh, does... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. The podcast got a couple of her. Fine, mm-hmm. fair enough. All right, she's a gorgeous girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we start going back. There's some steak that I had the other night for yeah. no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's all of the boys at the uh, the V8. Loving it. Nice, nice little photo. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, then we start going back a little further and start going. Oh, okay. That's a Channel 7 reporter that I think oh, is hot. Wow, she is really. She's a little yum yum, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. very pretty. A little something something. Sadly very married, pretty. some lightning. Okay. Mm-hmm. But why do I bring all this up? Because uh, Sean woke me up from my sleep. Oh, no. She goes through your phone in your sleep? Yeah, well, little, <laughs> little did I know until she actually decided to out herself that, yeah, this is what she's been doing. Anyway, she goes through and she confronts me and says, Who the hell is this? Oh, God. That would be Olivia Munn from the Fapening. Uh, immediately before that, oh, Hope Solo. Oh, my God. And immediately before that, Hope oh. Solo. <laughs> Three images you don't want your wife to find on your mobile phone. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. 
As I was saying, Paulie, I had a bit of a Western Suburbs experience. Uh, went to Blacktown Markets on Sunday on the side of the old drive-in. Lovely. And your classic sort of old school, you know, I guess a swap meet in some ways, where things are still that delightful market's price. Correct. You Inflation know? has not hit. Hasn't hit. The back of the boot sale. It has not hit the church fate. It nah. has not hit Glebe Markets and it hasn't hit the Blacktown Markets. So you walk up there and you can still turn up to a table and somebody says everything on the table, 20 cents. Awesome. And you think, there are pots and jugs here that would cost, you know, if, I mean, you do that market in the eastern suburbs, that that everything 20 cents table, everything is over $300. Correct. You know, it's Correct. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm going to go crazy here. 20 cents, that's brilliant. But then, as we were sort of wandering out... I thought to myself, I was saying a plus one, this is great. See, this is what happens when you're at an old school market. You probably come down here and set your stall up for free. I mean, brilliant. You know, you can sell your worst for 20 cents, no dramas. We walked out and we see the bloke that weighs everybody in in the morning. People are coming down at 5.30 because it's a big thing to get your stall down at the Blacktown Markets. These stalls cost $45. Now, that isn't that much to begin with, mm-hmm. but... If you're selling things for 20 cents, <laughs> why are you there? Yeah, correct. You know? Yes. You're not going to you're never going to even break even. Like you are running a loss every time you set up a store at the markets. So what is it about? Yeah, everything for 20 cents is not business acumen, it's meeting people. Is this like, what it is? Is is this what people did before Tinder? Yeah. They used to set up and they've gone, "You know what?" This hot chick. Look at this, Sheila. Look is, at it. Look at beautiful Rachel come in here. I'll give her maybe 15 cents and see what happens. See, is this their version of your movies? You know, you like to blow, <laughs> you know, money during the week to go and see movies because that's your thing. You like going and seeing the movies. Is this their version of that? Is it hanging around in a stinking hot car park in the west of Sydney to sell things that they've somehow accumulated over their life for 20 cents just to do it? It's a specific fetish. <laughs> it's a but one that I'm sure exists on the Internet. It's a very specific fetish. But also it's that thing where I can't help but feel uncomfortable when I look at somebody's stall and I don't buy anything yeah. because there's that little look that they have saying, this is all I have. Well, this is it. And I mean... You- and you would just be just heart. Open. That's it. I want to buy everything. And that is exactly why I stood at the glue stall for 15 minutes listening to this guy do his glue presentation. (laughs) Oh, take me through it. What's in the glue presentation? So the glue presentation is the strongest glue in the world, right? It comes in this little bottle. And so he was like, you know, you can stick it to plastic, you can stick it to mesh or whatever, you can stick it to whatever you like. So you just need a couple of dabs. And so he has all these little items and he's sticks them together and then he like presses it down for one second then he goes now hold on to the other side of this and pull me over like you want to pull me on top of you (laughs) and then he does the thing that's going to stick to him is some charges (laughs) you're listening to paul and rach paulie what do you have in your pantry Mm, three shelves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Don't open it that often, I'll be honest with you I mean, is it all junky kind of stuff? No, 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 or? no junk in the house No junk in the house is allowed anymore None Yeah, I mean, I have places But there's nowhere There's nowhere as such where we keep our junk food See, I realised something about myself the other day Now, you know I'm a healthy kid But I opened up my pantry And 
I sort of pined for the days when you would open your pantry as a child and your parents had everything. There's like biscuits, biscuits, yeah. chips. If you were, if it was two o'clock in the afternoon and you know everything was shut and you wanted to make a hummingbird cake, mm-hmm. there were the ingredients to make a hummingbird. And cake. And you know what? When I go around to my mum's place, still do it. Still, I don't know why. It's amazing. Like she's meant to keep stocking it just in case mm. me and my mates come around after cricket. No idea. <laughs> you know, I want to make chocolate chip muffins. No dramas. We've got baking soda. I want to make toffee. Oh, of course there's some cream of tartar in the cup. Like, how does this happen? I opened up my cupboard, and because I eat mostly veggies and meat, and that's pretty much it, have a crack at my pantry. Oh, look at all of those health replacement (laughs) products with some rice milk. That is pathetic. And I opened it because I wanted a snack, and I thought, I wonder what I've got. And then I realized what I've got to snack on is cold sore relief uh, (laughs) tablets, fish oil, some chlorophyll and vitamin B liquid, some vitamin D tablets, some magnesium powder and vitamin C powder, two boxes of soy milk, a box of rice milk, and a can of coconut cream. Take that, microwave popcorn. (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. I just want to go back to the vitamins quickly. Can you tell me how they work? Because I will take vitamin C powder, magnesium powder with a fish oil tablet, a vitamin D tablet, a cold sore tablet, and a probiotic all at once. Mm. When they go down... a probiotic, by the way? That's good bacteria. Exactly. Good bacteria for your guts. When they... I don't have a... (laughs) That's it once again, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. What happens when they all go down? Do they have a discussion in my guts and say, we'll wait around while vitamin... Vitamin D does its business. You know, if they're all going out at once, are they cancelling each other out? Should I be taking them with a half an hour rest in between? Because when they all go down together, you it's like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Or it's like when you put more than three colours on top of something in a painting, it goes brown. Oh, I think ultimately everything does in your body. Well, <laughs> Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Breaking dirty news, Rage. <gasps> Breaking dirty news. Woman arrested after posting advert on Craigslist asking to perform sex acts on a horse. Oh, what is wrong with this? But did you see the, the news story the other day about that woman that got arrested and they looked at her phone and she'd had sex with a dog? Ah! <laughs> what is wrong? No! Why just, would you do this? You know those people where it... What have I said, people? A million times. There's nothing wrong with Mish. You know, stock standard, missionary position, get it on just like normal people do in a bed. You don't have to do it with an animal or like swing from the rafters or be outside so people can see you. Just do it in missionary, spoon and be done with it. So the lights have to be on or off? On. On? Well, you kinky little thing. Mish with the lights on, you dirty, dirty girl. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Sadly, our little podcast comes to an end. And it's time to do a bit of story time. And Ooh. you know what? I think that Regional Radio Man should make a return. But how will we find him? <laughs> I know, no. Well, luckily, I sort of assumed that maybe we might use him. So I did ring ahead earlier. So he should be coming in. Uh... Hello, Rachel. It's <laughs> Regional Radio Man. <laughs> Hello there, regional Rachel. How have you been, Rachel? <laughs> I've been excellent. Let's spin the uh, birthday wheel, 25 to 7. 
So, Regional Radio Man, would you mind uh, doing story time for us Okay. <laughs> Usual fee, free car, or 50 in the hand. <laughs> we, of course, as you well know, uh, do a safe word. Yes. What would you like the safe word to be? Would it be epididymous? <laughs> epididymous. <laughs> you know what? You've just painted yourself into a corner suggesting epididymous, so yes, it can be that. <laughs> you. <laughs> This story is entitled Winning Bet. Thanks to the victory of the mighty Sea Eagles last year, I found myself up nearly four grand, so decided to go all out with a party. Oh, good one. $4,000 worth of party hats and streamers. <laughs> While most of the street was sitting around in my backyard getting epididymous <laughs> on my free piss yeah that's all right okay free piss and watching a replay of the final this cute redhead named kate approached me in the kitchen of course she did she said she'd recently lost her job so didn't have the money to pay of course for her bet this year but wondered if there was another way oh yeah that's all that's good get them when they're broken she could repay (laughs) me seeing how she had a body you would base a religion on (laughs) i was keen to find out what she had in mind kate took my hand and led me next door to her place instantly i knew i was in for a treat As soon as the bedroom door was closed, she pushed me on the bed, removed my pants, and shoved her tongue down my throat and fondled my giant package. She slid down and tried to epididymous. My epididymous. You know what I realised? We always do regional radio for your safe word, so why don't we just make it difficult? Because you're a mole. Kate deep-throated mole. Wow. Kate epididymous. There we go. While I was massaging her epididymous like sponge balls. Oh. Epididymi, I would say. <laughs> After a few minutes, she stood, pulled down her trousers, bent over the bed and oh. said, oh, come, come get me. <laughs> I didn't need to be asked twice. Well, a gentleman never does. <laughs> I didn't need to be asked twice, quickly driving my old boy into her. Oh, come on. Steamy epididymous. <laughs> For a bet? For a bet. Oh, come on. For a $200 bet. <laughs> Kate was amazing. I do hope she enters next year's comp so I can enter her oh, again. Come on. Bruce, New South Wales. See you next week. Ta-da. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Wild women do and they don't regret it.